0: Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to help you fall, to, to be here while you fall asleep, to put you to sleep. Your friend in the deep dark night, I don't think I ever say that at the top of the show, but that's the truth. This is the podcast that's here for you. We do it a bedtime story, all you need to do is get in bed. Not the lights and press play I'm going to do the rest What I'm going to try to do Attempt to do Is create a safe place Where you can set aside Whatever's keeping you awake Whether that's thoughts uh, Feelings uh, Physical sensations uh, Like whatever's going on That's keeping you awake I'd like to take your mind off that And the way I'm going to do it Is uh, I hope you feel welcome I'm glad you're here I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to don my wings of pointlessness, uh, uh, in like wearing a utility belt of, of like, uh, I would say like, this just popped into my head, this word undiagnosed metaphors, which means that one day they will be diagnosed because there's something going on with my metaphors. And, uh, like you like say, well, this one looks a little, you look, well, come on into my office metaphors. Uh, you look a little tangential today. What do what you work on? Sleep with me? I do. I work with a sleep with me podcast person. Oh, great. Well, the, actually, hey, I'm the host. I don't mean to interrupt these office visits. Is Do I pay the copays for my, uh the metaphors I wear on my belts? Okay. I'll get, try to get back to this office visit. I get set up with a new listener. So if you're a new listener, welcome. A few things to know structurally. The show: the first six minutes are business. It's a sleep podcast. We got to do the business up front so you can fall asleep. If you're new, it's not super important. If you're a regular listener, it is. So when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, before you open that fridge door, be like, "What's Scoot's going to be doing in my fridge today? Who who supported the podcast that puts me to sleep, or did I already do I already support it? So it doesn't matter." And then you'll open your fridge door. That's the best way to remember. Go to com slash sponsor or whatever. Because the business is how we keep everything, the archives and, and all the episodes coming. So if you're new, not important. But uh, then we have an intro, which we're a few minutes into. Those are about 12 minutes of me uh, with my undiagnosed metaphors. Usually they're not in the studio with me inside. Uh, I think, I don't know. What do you take a metaphor to? A metaphorist, I think. That sounds like someplace you'd buy a bouquet of metaphors, which again, that's another book title. I'm like, I'm calling dibs on It's a bouquet of metaphors, a collection of scooters near, po- like, po- not poetry, but something like poetry. Uh, so if you're new, that's the intros along. It's the kind of like some people use it to get ready for bed. Some people use it to calm their animals. And so their animals, you know, their pets, uh, like they know, oh, it's bedtime, or whatever. Like, like uh, uh, some people fall asleep during it, some people skip it. Uh, but it's kind of like a show within a show, familiar every time but different. Familiar ineptness, topically, you know, but kind of different. Then there's an episode tonight. We'll have a guest host, uh, Ray, my neighbor, Ray Perkins, will be on. And he'll probably, like, if, if he'll just talk for a while. He's really nice. Uh, so, like, uh, he'll just, you know, ramble and put you to sleep or talk. And expound, I think he's good at expounding. Uh, so that'll be there. And then there'll be some thank yous at the end. So I'll be here like an hour. So you shouldn't feel any pressure to listen or to fall asleep. Pressure-free zone. I mean, except for the natural air pressure of existence, uh, again, maybe that's a book title. That sounds more like a subtitle, though, but uh, the natural, whatever that I just said, I like that, too. Uh, but So let's see if I can explain this, like but through these undiagnosed metaphors. T- that one's So that one's looking a little tang- tangential. Is that what you said, doctor? What about this one? Is that a similar, like I've always wondered, is that a similar metaphor there? no this isn't a joking matter well oh boy this is serious uh what's so, so like as serious as uh, something else or as serious as a uh, tangent metaphor the metaphor that uh, caught the case of the tangentials oh boy well I'll just here watch Jack. watch me cradle this metaphor yeah see look at it it's already looking less tangential as i rock it in my arms uh yeah. Any other metaphor issues you have? Uh, well, do I have any misplaced metaphors? Oh boy. Do I ever? Uh, yeah. Any, any, any metaphorical word you could use. I could probably find a metaphor that relates to it. Uh, so let's keep it sleepy though, doc, which is hard in these, like even in a metaphorist office. Also, I don't see any certificates on the walls. Even, like, I, I could print you something up on a dot matrix printer. That's probably what a metaphor actor would have on their wall. Uh, Metaphorist of the year in uh, 1994. How's that sound, Doc? You're doing a great job, except for coming up with other witty uh, ailments for metaphors, which was what I was hoping you would come up with. Oh, you You also live in my brain. You know, I usually don't like to bandy about an insult, Doc, but you've been about as uh, useful as a dot matrix printer uh, at bedtime. I'm just kidding, Doc. You're doing a great job, uh, but you're like a, like a, like a, I'm the one cradling the metaphors. Yeah, this one here, Doc, I could diagnose it. That's a backwards metaphor. Uh, yeah, all that one does is you just you just need to calm it down, pat it on its back, saying, "Well, hey." whichever direction it works people figure it out they're intelligent uh really am i challenging your beliefs as a metaphorist about metaphors i believe that people who like are smart enough to uh, like rearrange their own metaphors uh and come to their own conclusions based on metaphors actor well it's a good thing you do live in my brain you're right because otherwise uh, this whole thing would be if we're in, Doc, if we're in any other context, it'd be clinical and it wouldn't be a, a metaphors office. We may be in a clinical state. Well, I'm, I'm willing to accept that. My breaks with reality have, uh, you know, like, a, you know, what are we going to do, Doc? Doctor, can I ask you a question? Are you a metaphor for something else or are you just actual doctor of metaphors? That is a good question because I'm wondering what the answer is. Like, uh, like, are you a metaphor? I'm just trying to think honestly. Do you represent? What's a What's a metaphor? Uh, It's like a child asking a question. I think that's a simile, or maybe that's just a. Anyway, Doc, I got to get back to the intro. It' been lovely. You could use some magazines. How about a subscription metaphor weekly? Out of print. Yep. Went online. I heard about that. Metaphor Standard. Oof. You know, Doc, I was at like, yeah, it's, that's, it's rough times for print. Uh, how about the controversial metaphor? Yeah, that's a new one. They're really up. Yeah. Business is good. B- believe me for that one. Oh, one side of metaphor. Yeah. They heard they're going to come out with the print, like, uh, like a weekly thing. Maybe they're having a pod. I bet have a pod. You ever listen to like a news podcast doc? One sided metaphor. I think you'd have to come up with a more metaphoric title for that. What am I laughing about? Uh Which layer doc? Like the fact that I'm having a conversation with you and it's going to be broadcast or the fact that you're almost making sense or the fact that I had to point out to you that you can't just call a podcast, uh, like you, like you have to come up with a metaphor for a metaphor podcast because you can't like, uh, really, what do I know? Oof, boy, oof. when did you become so, uh, maybe we should have metaphor debates. I think you're, Doc, no offense, you're trying to inject, uh, like, uh, conflict where there shouldn't be any. Uh, I guess that's what, <laughs> is like, a, yeah, you could write me a prescription for it if you want instead of that, but, uh. No, really. I think, like, uh, metaphors are for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why I cradle mine when they're not on my utility belts. But when they need to be cradled, I cradle. I, I Doc, if I had a shirt, I'd say I'd cradle metaphors. And if I could pronounce things, I would say I cradle metaphors. Well, do I crave them? Well, no, because then I would probably want more taught metaphors. But I prefer my metaphors as they come. You know, oh, is that, oh, is that, what does OEM mean, Doc? Why am I asking? Does it have to do, well, I was just wondering if like, uh, maybe my metaphors are refurbished, is that what I was saying. Anyway, I got to get back to the podcast. It's been wonderful. Thanks. Could you just, you know, get back up in my brain wherever you came from? Thank you. Oh boy. So if you're new here, that's how my brain works. And doesn't work well or efficiently or normally. Uh, but it does like, uh, it does like, uh, lend itself to bedtime for people it works for. It's a friendly pay- place, uh, at a friendly pace. And I'm glad you're here. I'll be on the metaphors and I'll be like, uh, also overuse of words. That's another technique I use. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. This podcast hopefully takes your mind off stuff, puts you at ease. I'm willing to bet for most of you, you weren't thinking about anything else other than what in the heck, uh, right? What's on the wall? Like, do you, if you're, if you're only talking to metaphors, do you need that tissue paper down on the, uh, the table or not? Or was I sitting in, I was sitting in the tissue paper and the metaphors did tap it and say, hop on up, scoots. Uh, that part I didn't vocalize. It just happened. But anyway, if you're new here, this is a harmless thing. And I hope it can help you fall asleep. doesn't work for everybody, so give it a few tries. Uh, But like I say, I'm glad glad you're here, and I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, Thanks for coming by. Uh, Hey, you're only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to to help you uh, fall asleep we do with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to try to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place or craft or formula. I guess I won't be formulating. I've never been good at formulations. But I'm going to attempt to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, feelings, physical things, whatever's going on That's preventing you from falling asleep. I'd like to distract you from that. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones that may or may not grow on you if you're new. So give it a few tries. I'm going to use pointless meanders, repetition, nonsense, uh, both repetitive, fresh nonsense and repetitive nonsense and stagnant nonsense. You won't use any nonsense i still haven't seen that musical nonsense or i still haven't seen the mo- movie with aubrey Plaza as a nun but believe me i've been thinking about it uh, like uh anyway this is a podcast intro what am i doing did i did i say aubrey or did i mispronounce uh, anyway if you're so if you're new here let me introduce you to the show uh, hey aubrey Hope you're not, hopefully you're not here but uh if you're new here, uh, let's see, this is a podcast to put you to sleep, but there's a couple of caveats. Uh, like, uh, one, you don't really need to listen to this podcast. You can just barely hear it. Uh, you're, like, you're kind of like, this is just a cartoon. This isn't based on reality, but like in the cartoons when the person would have the ear horn. And they'd be like, say what? Uh, you could like like metaphorically listen like that. If there was a way to do that without being a grouchy stereotype of a cartoon stereotype of someone that's older and can't hear well, like so, just basically like, well, I don't need to hear this one. So I guess it wouldn't. I guess as a, like like I just want to put that image in your mind. I guess uh, you don't really need to listen. You can kind of barely hear what I'm saying. And then you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. And the whole idea of the podcast is I'll keep you company. I'll try to keep you engaged with my rambling, and my you know like go like like over talking and under talking. I don't do a lot of up talking unless I just did it there. I just did that for fun. Uh, but do do I? Uh, is that, is that what up talking is? I really have no idea. Uh, That's another thing dudes complain about about podcasters, or podcasters. Uh, any- <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so if you're new here, though, uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get mixed up. I'm gonna try to make jokes about stuff I like, a lot of times I don't know what I'm talking about. M- most of the time, and 99% of the time, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I'm here to keep you company and keep you distracted while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. It puts you at ease. Uh, to take your mind off of stuff. Be your boar friend here in the deep dark night. Your boar bro, Your boar bay. Your boar sib. Your boar cuz. Uh, your boar buddy, I guess. Uh, if, yeah, if, like, I, there's a lot of times this is what, like, uh, I thought I was going to talk about one thing this intro, but I think I'm going to talk about bosom buddies. And also like the thought pro, like th- overthinking. So there was a uh, sitcom in the, uh, uh, 80s called the Bosom Buddies. And when I was uh, going to university, it was on, uh, like repeats and syndication, I guess you call it during the day. And I was like in a, I was in a bad place when I was going to like university, like, uh, and uh, college as we call it here, it's trying to cover both ends. And like I was having a tough time at school, and one of the ways I dealt with it was by staying in bed. And I think a lot of listeners can relate to that. And like a little something called like a, like a little word called void avoidance, they say. And one of the ways I would watch the show called Bosom Buddies, and I can remember this is like one of those memories that just seared in my mind where I really had a class I needed to go to. And I, I love Buzz- – oh, let me tell you this structure, like a setup of Bosom Buddies because that will interrupt this, like uh, – this will deflate a little motion here. So, Bosom Buddies was uh, like a, a situation comedy about this uh, a man named Larry. I think he worked in an antique shop in uh, either Seattle or Chicago. Again, my mind is n- does not record most of anything accurately. And he had a cousin named Balky Bartakamus, played by Bronson. It was a great, uh, brilliant Bronson Pinchot. You don't know who played Larry. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, just because of Beverly Hill, you know. Anyway, like, I got to look I gotta look up to somebody, and Bronson's the one I look up to. Sorry. Uh, but so Balky Bartakamus predates uh, uh, the Sasha Baird Cohen character, Borat, but in a similar way was from a kind of a fictional eastern european country and a lot of the jokes played on that and he had come to america to live with his cousin larry and so the situ- that was the situation uh, parents like that no that was a different comedy parents went away on a week's vacation oh no the fresh principle that's a different song even but that was the situation of the the comedy, Later, like a little bit of an odd couple with a twist uh, that, uh, like based on stereotypes of Eastern Europe, I, I guess which in the 80s people thought was OK, because if it was fictional, it, it helped us deal with our complex feelings about every you know everything that was going on. It distracted us. And at the time, I needed a distraction. And Larry, cousin Larry and Balky were there to provide it. And their boss. I think there was a couple other characters. I don't really remember. I don't even remember really anything but, li- like, uh is saying cousin Larry. And I think he had a sheep whose name I forgets name. And maybe that Larry couldn't go on. Any- it. Like, like I think every episode, Larry went on a date, a blind date, and he had to take Balakik with him. Or there was a big meeting at work. Like I th- I'm not sure what other episodes there were. And that's what I was saying to myself when I was like, okay, we got to go to this class. Holy cow. And I said, well, I got to see which, which is this. How does this turn? Stranger goes to town or Larry and Balky go on a journey. I think probably they did go on a journey once, probably back to the old country. And like, uh, like I needed that comfort at the time. And who's to judge when you need comfort and distraction. Sometimes you just need it and you have to listen to it. And, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I guess this is a tangent, but but I guess what I'm saying here is like this is uh I guess that's why I can make a podcast like this. I got a lot going on upstairs. I don't have a lot going on upstairs, but I have a lot of noise up there. I mean, my brain is kind of like an attic with like ten boom boxes up there that are on. You see what's going on? What's all the racket up in the attic? What is a well? Just a bunch of noise and cobwebs. And a couple of crates full of like costumes, uh, and the Christmas decorations. And there's a TV that keeps playing 80s sitcoms. Wait, are we talking about the attic or Scoots' brain? But if you're new here, okay, like I forgot to structure show, but it's not important. There's uh, six minutes of business, then the long intro that we're at the tail end of. Uh, but I don't know. Like, uh, I, I always needed a distraction when it in at bedtime. I think you deserve a distraction, whether it's this podcast or something else. I hope this podcast can fill that role for you because I think you deserve a friend in the deep, dark night to, to get to put your mind at ease or, or at least to say, hey, I'm here. I'm here to keep you company. I'm here to barely entertain you. Uh, oh, boy. like Just like yeah, I had to say, I have to say, just like uh, Perfect Strangers. I'm kidding, though. Like, I'm just making fun of my own tastes inside of my brain. I'm having a little fun with myself. Uh, and so I wish—I wonder what his sheep's name was. Uh, I, I thought it would come to me. But, uh, but Balky's—that's uh, a great name, great use of alliteration. Balky Uh What a wonderful uh, collection of letters and words— And then the the one I think one of the best parts about Bronson Pinchot or however you say, like, uh, is he always had this amusing grin on his face, like almost like he was in, like he was in on the joke that he was in on, uh, that made it a little bit more delightful. Like almost like you could see his like his like a comedic soul, like like gleefully laughing when he was like when he was really in character and crushing it. And so he's a bit like Pee Wee Herman in, in some sense, Balky I mean, not in an exact one-to-one ratio. Anyway, so if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. Uh, like, uh, it's a podcast that's a little bit harmless, a little bit goofy. I want to help you fall asleep. I guess that's it. Like, I, I want to be here. I'm going to talk. Uh, tonight we're going to do our uh, episodic series, uh, uh, After the Glass, Slipper, Season 3. So I'll be here. I'll be here, and it's my honor to help. If it can, give it a few tries. doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you, and I appreciate you giving it a shot. If you're skeptical, I can totally see why. This is a weird thing. It's a little bit different, and uh, thanks. Thanks for trying. I'm glad you're here. I work hard, and I yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, Uh, let's keep going. Uh, hey, you up like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep with Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm gonna do the rest. What I'm gonna do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations. You know, stuff on your mind, stuffing. Well, it's not the stuffing season. You know, you could have like, what if someone's just walking around with a box of like a, was a dehydrated stuffing. Well, one, I don't even know if it's dehydrated. Plus, is that a weird way? Did I just say? Did I just say dehydrated? Weird, dehydrated. Is it dehydr? It's dehydrated because the hydration's been dehydrated right out of there. Just like I've been desensed, sensed uh, de- de-sensed, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me get back to this, to stuffing and dehydration. Somebody remind me. Uh, if you're new here, welcome. So I'm going to create a safe place. I hope you feel welcome. I'm glad you're here. You know, I try to distract you from whatever it is that's keeping you awake, whether like any of the stuff I just mentioned, which I almost just repeated. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. Like, obviously, clearly, if you just heard the last four seconds, pointless meanders, you know, d- 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 I'm distracted, uh, focused distraction. Like, that's also unfocused. Uh, and wa- waffling, no no waffles, but waffling. How about dehydrated waffles? Is that, that was probably breakfast cereal. Okay, now, like, when I try to remember something, I cross my fingers. So now I have two sets of fingers crossed. uh Descriptive, like describing things that are, like are, you know, describing things like crossing my fingers, indulgent descriptions, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's not the right. Word. But if you're new, welcome. Uh, tonight's episode's about uh, Game of Thrones. If you don't listen to Game of Thrones, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, uh, there may be some spoilers in there. But it's a really lulling, uh, meandering. Uh, a teamed down episode recap and then like a bunch of extra stuff. Uh, So, you know, check it out. Uh, Structurally, if you're new, here's the structure of the show. You've made it thus far. It starts out with five or six minutes of business. That's how we pay uh, to host the show for free, keep the show free. Also host our giant archives uh, for free. And like, uh, that's how we bring you the show with, with listener support and sponsor support. So if you're new, not super critical, and if you want to skip that, uh, that was the, the timers and the, the time is in the show notes. Uh, if you're a regular listener, please, tomorrow, when you put your hand on the fridge, remember uh, that that's how we bring you the show for free. So say, geez, what were the sponsors last night? What was the, uh, the jingle about? Uh, do, do I want to support the show? Just re- remember that. But uh, if you're new, doesn't, not, not, not that important. Then we're in an intro. The intros are about twelve minutes, uh, th- th- where I ramble and try to uh, explain what the podcast is. You can skip those. A large portion of the listeners uh, like the intros either to soothe animals, you know, so their animals know to get in bed, or they're stuffed. You know who you know who loves the intros? Stuffed animals. Uh, what about okay? Here's I don't have enough fingers to cross, but what about dehydrated stuffed animals? In a in, in a serial form, holy cow! I hope my lawyer's listening, uh, Quinn, because I think we need this. Anyway, so um, let's see. Now I'm distracted. Uh, yeah, like uh, so if you're new, oh, the intros are long, long and rambly. You could skip straight ahead to the Game of Thrones content. That's the timestamp that's in the show notes. Uh, but yeah, a lot of listeners like this to get ready for bed or to fall asleep to. So it's kind of a show within a show, and I think that's it. And then we'll talk about Game of Thrones. Segment-wise, we'll talk about the episode. It'll be vanilla and rambly and ridiculous. Uh, Then we'll talk about any facts that I had questions about in the episode. Uh, Then, oh, this will be a recap, actually. This is going to be a recap of the season, I think, Uh, recording this intro ahead of time. So actually, we'll probably just run through the, the, my thoughts about the season, and like, or any facts that came up that I didn't like. Uh, then we'll have a visit from Tom and, and Sir Pounce. And then we'll do the prayers to old gods and the new, and then we'll thank some people. So that's the structure of the episodes. And yeah, the, 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 so I'll be here. This is a podcast; you don't really need to listen to it. I'm going to take try to distract you, so you just kind of bear. You say, "Hmm, oh yeah, that." Uh, even if you don't listen, watch Game of Thrones, you say, "Hmm, okay, I can pitch. I've been to a Renaissance fair. I'm with you. I've seen soap operas or whatever. Okay, you say the brother and sister, huh? Hmm, okay. Well, it, like uh, he, it, like most listeners better like they, like list couple listeners that are in a relationship that I hear from, that's like the breakfast conversation. They say, "Hmm, what was Scoots talking about last night?" I think he bought a food food dehydrator, and he's trying to dehydrate breakfast cereal. And you say, hmm, really? really? That's what he was talking about? Maybe. Or maybe he just kept saying cheerio, like uh, in doffing. I think he was doing his, you know, he doffs his cap a lot, and that's only, it's only podcast with doffing of caps. Well, honey, no, I listen to the CapCast, and they doff their caps there. But now, excuse like, You said he's. Do you think he's? So he's dehydrated. I saw breakfast cereal was already dehydrated. I wonder. Maybe we could dehydrate. So, do you think that's how the Lucky Charms got so lucky? Is he dehydrates? Do you think those are dehydrated marshmallows? Oh, honey, I have. I, you really are brilliant. Holy cow! You're saying we should try to dehydrate marshmallows. I think we should. I think, what about the mini marshmallows and cocoa? Those are dehydrated. I never would have thought about this. Wow, that's Scoots. Uh, sometimes he's on to something. So he probably shouldn't, but we should probably get a hold of him and tell him not to dehydrate the cereal part, just the sweet part. Well, honey, you know Scoots, he probably shouldn't have a vegetable or food dehydrator anyway. You know how he gets... Well, you're right. Maybe we should dehydrate some marshmallows and uh maybe we should just do, do you know, you look great. Did you, you must have slept great. Oh, I did, honey. It was great. I slept so good. I was dreaming of, uh I don't know what I was dreaming of. I think I was dreaming of cobblestones and someone saying cheerio to cobblestones. I think that was scoots. Oh, that, you know what? That's strange. I was dreaming of hobblestones. So I think Scoots might have been calling them hobblestones, you know, because when you're walking on cobblestones, you're kind of hobbling. Yeah, I wonder if he said hobnobbing when he doffed his cap. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, let's get to, let's go into the like the, the the garage and get that food dehydrator out, and let's go to the store and get some marshmallows, and let's get to it, and let's get okay. Hey, hey everybody, I'm back. Sorry about that. So if you're new that's what you have to look forward to is uh like those kind of conversations at breakfast well rested did you hear how well rested that generic couple was and how I mean I don't know about you but I I heard the kind of things that would make Gottman smile I really like I don't know I wasn't really listening to what they were saying to be honest I was thinking about those marshmallows and that I that they were right, though, that I, like, I shouldn't have a food dehydrator. So, yeah, those, they seemed nice, though. I liked the, the, the way that couple sounded. So if you're new, I guess that's it. Like, so it's a podcast to put you to sleep. Oh, here's the other thing. You shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. Uh, I'll be here for these Game of Thrones episodes. They're long, uh, and I'll be here the whole time, giving it my all. My A double L, which is you know, which in other every other context on the planet Earth, and in Westeros, any continents on any planets would not be like in this context. It when I give it my all, it really works. Other places, clearly, I mean, I just had an imaginary couple that lives in my mind to tell me I'm not capable of using a food dehydrator. And they're right. I mean, let's you know. Uh, also don't send me any food dehydrators. I know there's like jo- jokers out there. I mean if you do have one and you can risk it, d- d- dehydrate some marshmallows and send us some pictures. I, w- I would like to know. I mean finally the the great cereal barons, we could break their like uh we could break the monopoly. You know, we could get like no how about this one? No ad cereal. The no ad corporation is not responding to me since I talked about uh Coming out with No Ad Europe, uh, No Ad EU, I think, probably because they're, they're secretly owned by the sunscreen barons. But it, this would be the serial barons, uh, you know, the generals and the uh, are the Parker are the Parker brothers. They're board game barons, not serial barons. Uh whoever else, you know, that Tiger and the rest of them. If we can de- and the Cocoa Baron. I think there, I don't think there are any Cocoa barons anymore. I think what happened. This was another book I was thinking about writing, the hot cocoa glut, uh But it turns out I didn't know what glut. It's as as soon as you start being able to get hot uh, cocoa at breakfast buffets at hotels, uh, you you just wait. I this was going to be on me and Robert Reich's podcast, the imaginary one. You know, when we trace this back, uh sponsored by No Ad, uh Like, once they started giving away, once you could get as much, like, once you could take as many hot cocoa packets as you wanted, the bottom fell out of the hot cocoa market. No one talks about this stuff from me. And if you're new, you probably know why, because (laughs) it hopefully took your mind off whatever is keeping you awake. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to bet it did. And you say, I wasn't thinking about stuff, but I don't even know what this guy's talking about either. And it almost kind of makes sense. And that's kind of the key. Like I said, contextually, like this is the place where that works. I'm not an inventor. I'm a near inventor. I nearly have invented things, and most of them are within my imagination. Yeah, what do you want to do when you grow up? Be like a faux inventor. You're misusing faux. F. Okay, a near inventor. That's right, teacher in my brain. can't come back from that one. So anyway, if you're new, I hope you feel welcome. Uh, I hope you don't feel any pressure because this podcast does not work for everybody. Clearly, you know, if you hold a majority stake in cocoa, cereal, or board games, you know, you may, you may consider me uh, your uh, nemesis. Don't worry about it. I'm incompetent. So, also, I spend a ton of money on those products. So, if you're new, I'm glad you're here. Give it a few tries. The podcast doesn't work for everybody. It's a silly, strange and you know, like, like, but most of the listeners have said, well, after the second or third time, I realized uh, the harmless, the senselessness of this podcast, and I can you know, then I started having those conversations. Also, I'm just looking at my phone here. Uh, food, de- even though this podcast is recorded, food dehydrator uh, sales have shot up by 0.4 uh, percent in my general vicinity. Oh, that's because there's a lot of garage sales today. Okay, so anyway, so if you're new, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I really yearn. I work very hard to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, if you have all night tossing, churning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. It was almost a daytime story because it's daytime. But we do with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm going to do the rest uh and what i'm gonna do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's uh whatever's keeping you awake whether it's uh, thoughts that you're thinking about uh, feelings uh physical sensations physical you know anything physical keeping you awake uh Changes in time, temperature, routine, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. The safe place is making you feel welcome. I'm glad you're here. I hope this podcast can help you fall asleep. I do it with the best best intentions, silly intentions, but the best intentions I can. And here's what I'm going to do. Here's how I propose creating this safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. I'm going to spread my wings of pointlessness uh, like a great blue heron. Uh, Ideally, we'll get a good. Maybe this will be the great blue heron cast. Uh, Though I've seen, like, literally a great blue heron maybe waiting, uh, like, uh, till I turn the mic off, because I've seen three great blue herons uh, when the mic was off here. But uh, what I'm going to do is try to distract you, to to accompany you, to keep you company. What, whatever to verb is that, I don't know if that's a verb or a noun. I think that's a company. Company's a noun. Like, get ready, company's coming over. Company comes over. Subject, noun, pre- predicate. Uh, but uh, keeping company, accompanying, uh Is accompaniment? Uh, that sounds like a No, no, no. Anyway, verbs, nouns, you're all welcome here. I'm going to keep you company, or whatever you know. I'm going to try to t- take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake, and escort you or distract you while you cross or cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. And if you're new here, here's here's the kind of the things I'll give you the structure of the show. First six minutes are business. Uh, it's a sleep podcast, so we do that up front. That's uh, the sponsors and the patrons that keep the show going. And enable us to make it free and keep our archives free, and all the people who work on the show do some cross promotion of other great Farrell shows. So that's the first six minutes of the podcast, and then we we have an intro. Intros are usually about twelve minutes or so, and we're somewhere into that. I don't know, but recorder uh, battery died after one minute of uh, intro. But we you know we we edit these shows so you won't even notice. But I just let you know that there. In case this intro long, runs long or short, usually they do. They're, they're around 12 minutes. Normally, not 12 minutes. Uh, around 12 minutes. <laughs> you know, just like but how long does it take you to get to sleep? Uh, you know, I want to just help you get to sleep however you can. So that's uh, the, then we'll do a story here. I guess it will be a story. I don't know what it's going to be about. I'm here live in a kayak uh, holding on to a tree that has fallen into a bend in the river. I mean, I guess, I don't know if I'm in a tributary or a swamp. I mean, if I was calling it, uh, if I saw a picture of this, I'd call it a swamp, but it, but it's actually part of the river, kind of like the river. I guess it's not a riverbank because riverbanks are dry. Riverbanks are behind me, though, not far away. So we'll do some describing. We got beautiful clouds in the sky, we have lily pads. I'm in the shade, but it, you know, but towards the end of the podcast, I may venture out into the sun uh, to see what we can see. But we have you know yellow flowers on the loop. so so we'll spend some time here in the river. You know, unless my cat, and then you'll be like, and you'll never hear this episode. If I do have a wet bag or a dry bag, hopefully it won't be wet bag uh, to keep my equipment dry. But uh, if you're new here. The whole idea of the show is that uh, I do some talking, I do some rambling, I do some over, t- you know, uh, I try mild uh, humor like uh, tangents, uh, describing things like moss or things that may be moss that I'm looking at right now. You know, I'll say, you know, I'll, I'll do algae. I'll talk about algae. I'll talk about muck, and the, you know, but that'll be as a get, you know, I won't do any muck raking. Well, what is it? I guess what is it when your paddle brings up muck? That's not muck raking. That's I'll do some muck paddling, or I mean, maybe not live on the mic because that would be like, uh, like tipsy. That'd be you know risking tipping the uh, the old kayak. But the whole idea is I'll be here to keep you like uh, keep you company in the night. Uh, And one of the theories of the podcast, or one of the ideas behind it, is. uh, like, you know, it's hard to think about two things at once. So instead of thinking about whatever keeping you awake, uh, you really can't turn your brain off. You can't really put it in sleep mode, or at least I can't. But maybe you'll say, well, let me just listen. wait, Is he going to talk about—I wonder if he's going to talk about those—I wonder if he'll have trouble remembering what a cattail is. Is that what it's called? And I wonder—you know, I do wonder if he'll flip the the kayak. Uh, obviously, that would— uh. A, a, you know, with an edited podcast, that might be tough, but uh, I wonder if he'll talk about leaves. You know, maybe he will. Holy moly. And uh, that's that's how, you know, what if I see some frogs or turtles? Uh, and, but then another part of your brain will be like, well, yeah, that's not half bad, but uh, you said he's going to talk about leaves and algae, huh? Okay, well, maybe, uh, and then and ideally, the next thing you know, you wake up, uh, you wake up refreshed, you wake up rested, you wake up in a better position to carry out your day, because as someone that's had trouble sleeping, I uh, can tell you, sucks, and you deserve a good night's sleep. That's why, you know, I made the show saying, huh, I wonder if I could do this. I wonder if I could help people fall asleep. Uh, I wonder if I could put them, you know, relieve some of the stress at bedtime. I wonder if I could make it less, uh, like, uh, like uh, annoying." Though so that's that's not true for everybody with this show, but. uh you know, maybe put a smile on one or two people's faces. Maybe put you at ease and say, hmm, I feel like I'm floating on the water. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I wonder if they'll talk about dragonflies. You probably will. Uh, you know, if you're an entomologist, are those bug people entomologists? Maybe they're not. Uh, maybe it's a words, word person. Anyway, if you're new here, that's kind of how the show works. You know, we say it's a podcast to put you to sleep uh, because ideally that's kind of what happens and that's kind of like the best way to sum it up. But it's a podcast that's here while you fall asleep. Uh, I don't know if that makes any more sense. So I don't want you to feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for at least an hour. And if you can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. Uh, But at the same time, you shouldn't feel any pressure to listen or be like, oh boy, cannot. I mean, one, the podcast is free. And recorded, so you can listen to it anytime and say, "Well, did he talk about turtles?" And even if you, if, if people tweet me, out, "Scoots, did you talk about turtles?" And then say, "Hmm, good question. How to be uh, yeah, uh, yeah, just like the podcast? I can't put that in a tweet, but 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 uh, you know, uh, I, I can I can try to usually I just say, "Hmm, good question." So that's the podcast. It's, uh, it doesn't work for everybody. It, it, uh, if you're listening this far, I really appreciate it. And I hope it helps you. I'm glad you're along with me. Uh, you don't know how this episode's going to go. I've been cooking this one up for a while and, uh, waiting for the right moment to, uh, sneak out in a kayak. And no, I'm not using this podcast as an excuse to avoid, uh, my family and, uh, Whatever joy, joyous moments we could be sharing right now. Uh, no, because we maybe we've shared enough joy. Like, uh, joy? Anybody, joy? Anyway, it, it, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm here and uh, that's it. It's, it's a podcast to put to sleep. Uh, keep you company. I'm glad you're here and appreciate your time. I work very hard. I yeah, yearn. Uh, To help you fall asleep. All right, thanks a lot. Uh, And before we get to the Swamp uh, Observations, if you're listening right now and you listen to Sleep of Me more than two or three times a month, I'd love it if you'd consider becoming a patron uh, or supporting the sponsors, uh, because those are the two ways we fund keeping the podcast going. Uh, Partially funds the labor, partially funds uh, the cost of distributing the show, and keeping all those archives for a 560 or so episodes. So if you're listening to it right now, and you'll listen regularly, please consider doing one of those two things. And if you can't afford to do either one of those, uh, or you're philosophically opposed, I understand, just spread the word about the show. Um, but uh, those are the three ways the show keeps going. So patrons are at sleepingmepodcast.com slash patron. And there's some nice thank you rewards, but really people become patrons uh, to give value back for the value they get out of the podcast. Uh, just like uh, public radio or any other free stuff, uh, that, you know, that's the main way. And then you can support the sponsors, uh, the sponsors, uh, sponsor the podcast for, dire- you know, it's like uh, it's based on direct response. Uh, so uh, it's not about brand awareness or anything. So those of you that do support the sponsors, it's a huge help. And you can find our current sponsors over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors. And that's it. Let's uh, keep this show going. Uh, hey, you up all night uh, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Oh, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you uh, to sleep uh, or help you fall asleep. Uh, we do it the bedtime story. Or I guess be here while you fall, so maybe that's what, like, uh, anyone, we do with the bedtime story, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play, I'm gonna do the rest, what I'm gonna to try to do is create a safe place, a safe aesthetic, I guess, uh, aesthetically, ple- I don't know if this place is aesthetically pleasing, uh, but it's di- designed aesthetically to please, uh, believe me, uh, I'm a, I'm a police. I, I do, please, uh, please, please, let me get back on track here. But please, just barely lend me your attention. What I'm going to do in order to create a safe place. There's a bit of goof, a goofing, yeah. But I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Uh, like, uh, to, to, t- twists like b- 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 slow bends, no twists. Uh, unless you can see, you know, there's like a, there's like a twist of lime and a twist of lemon. I can't drink sparkle. Like usually I consume about, uh, 4,000 sparkling beverages, I guess probably a month, not a day. I was going to say a day, but that would be a little over the top. But there is nothing better than a twist of—actually, uh, it's, it's not a twist, though. It's always a—it's a squish of lemon or lime. And uh, what, was, what was my point? My, mine is a—okay, twi- twist. here you go. Here's another autobiography I'll write one day. A twist of madness. Uh, but then twist would be crossed out, and there'd be a subtitle. Actually, it's more of a squish, or I guess you could say pinch, but you're actually just pinching the skin so the juice comes out. Also, what the heck with the lemon lemons, with the seeds? How do people deal with those seeds? That could be in parentheses. Like, do I have, like, because then I don't want to put, like, like. then I don't have to put something over the glass because then I got to wash that, like a screen or something. And, and then also, what the heck, lemons? Uh, also, do limes have seeds or is that, like, something that... Uh, has been genetically removed, so that's probably not so great. Maybe put that in the uh, sub to like uh, the footnotes with the star. Here's a question. Here's a question that it was unintentionally made me laugh. Uh, here's a question. Can you put questions in the in the footnotes? Uh, they say not in a book, Scoots, because you're supposed to be the authority. Here's a question: Could you put? Could you have a ghost a foot? Have your footnotes be ghostwritten written by people you ask questions to? Here's another question for the footnotes: Can you crowdsource the questions you're asking in your footnotes? Sleep with me now with footnotes. But uh, like, uh, could you have? Well, here's a question: uh, Unintentional. Can you have unintentional foot? The accidental footnote. That's a that's a story right there. Somebody remind me if I don't tell that in the next three months. That is definitely do, a doable episode. But tonight, uh, if you're a new listener, let me get back to. Excuse me for that. uh there's a little mini tangent I just went on. That was just that was just that was more of a dollop of madness, uh, or like, uh, it, or as we say around here, these parts in a moose bush, where it's barely but like it just barely amu- amuses you just like an amuse-bouche. Uh, I've tried to get the head on a shirt, but it doesn't work. Mostly because most of the shirts I make are handwritten T-shirts, uh, bespoke T-shirts. Uh, you can't read the writing, and I'm not good at centering shirts, and the shirt's always moving. Can't keep the shirts down when I'm writing either, and I'm left-handed so that like creates smudging. Here's a claim to fame. I don't usually make claims to fame in the intro, but I, there's there hasn't been an ink that's, uh, that I haven't been able to smudge with my left hand. And uh, let me talk. Maybe I'll come back to that because, like, the great—I mean, I think I talk about it every one or two years, the great erasable ink controversy. Like, luckily, most of you are too young to remember or weren't, weren't born yet— uh, but anyway, if you're new, here's here's the thing. Clearly, you don't really need to pay attention to me too closely, or this shouldn't be gripping stuff, but it's here to keep you company. I'm going to be here to take your mind off of stuff, and like like it, with my sieve-like grip, let you s- s- sieve through it or whatever, and drift off into dreamland. So you don't need to pay attention, but you also shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for at least an hour to keep you company. And, uh, like I'll be giving you my full attention or I'll give you give, yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here. Just like if I was sitting at the foot of your bed, I'm your friend, your boyfriend, your boy, bae, uh, whatever you feel comfortable calling me. Now, you know, you could just call, you don't have to don't call, call me. Maybe I've heard that before, but then, the, then I hear it like, maybe not uh, call me. Maybe, maybe not, uh, uh, I actually had a dream. Never mind. I don't want to get into my dreams, but I did have a dream with maybe in it. It was it was a it was a plutonic dream. Don't worry, mom. Anyway, if you're new here, there's a. I think that's all you need to know. Oh, structurally, first six minutes is your business. Uh, if you're new, not you probably missed that. Thanks for sticking around through it. It's a sleep podcast, so we got to do it up front. So if you're new, don't worry. Uh, if you're you need to get to the story, the timestamp should be in the show notes. But if you're a regular listener, that stuff's critical for you to remember, like when you open the fridge tomorrow. Uh, you know, if you really rely on the podcast. Yeah, after the business, what we're halfway through or so is about uh, is an intro where I ramble. Usually, pick a topic, try to twist it into squeeze it, squish it into a metaphor about the podcast. And then we'll have a story for about 40 minutes or so, and then some thank yous at the end of the show. But yeah, so I'm left-handed. And I don't know how many people are my age, which would be, you could say, like, I, I mean, I, I'm right on the 40 area. But you, anyone, anyone anywhere from like about 32 probably to 48, I would say, you live through, like, now you, anybody that's younger, you, you've you actually gotten good technology, As a youth and and a lot of you have grown up with it, we, you know, we got, we got to experience it. But back when I was a kid, this was the biggest technology and it was, it was like, it was a scam. I guess, there you go. I'm saying it right out, right up front at the beginning of the podcast. There was a time and it's, you know, maybe only left-handers could attest to this. Uh, they came out with this thing when I was in grammar school called, uh, erasable ink. They called it, uh. And the pitch was that I remember it, which is wrong. Like they said, hey, forget number two pencil. How about you, you know, do do number two it right into the garbage. We have the newest thing, and forget those pencils. Uh, Those are lead pencils, right? And they say, no, no, it's graphite, actually. Well, anyway, we got this ink, uh, experimental, you know, tested on paper. It's erasable, and it's going to change the world. Because now you can make mistakes and erase them just like you had. a. Like, I don't know. I just said, this is the one thing I didn't understand. And I was a cynical kid. I said, well, what the heck's the difference? Well, you could erase it just like it's a pencil, but it's ink. And I said, yeah, but the whole idea. I tried to sit down with an imaginary, uh, you know, corporate figure. There was the pen pen dude. And I said, yeah, but the whole idea of ink is it's permanent. Like, what in the heck? Uh, what the heck is this race? Like, are you losing... And they say, well, pencils are too... Like, uh, the margins on pencils are awful, you know, because of the generic... And I think this co- these companies went into the healthcare industry after the great erasable ink thing because yeah, he said there's too many generic pencils and, pen- you know, pen industry stagnant. This was before the great gel pen, you know, and, the, you know, that whole thing. But that was the environment I was raised under. It just sounds... I mean, could you imagine... Okay, here's the thing. It wasn't like not only it was erasable, and I did like the erasers. They were gray to erase erasable ink or something. But again, do holy, can do. Contra, like, uh, I, I would, I would love to see some. I wish, I wonder if YouTube has 80s comedians. Did Jerry Seinfeld ever do a bit about erasable ink? He probably did. What? It's erasable ink? I don't, I can't do a Jerry Seinfeld, but, uh, Jerry Seinfeld was like a very famous, by the way, young people. I'm sure you've heard of him. In the oh yeah, the history of uh, 1990s is on CNN. I'm only partially kidding, but so this erasable, anything, thing. Way more important, Seinfeld. Uh, this is I mean, maybe a cover-up. Uh, was uh, if you were left-handed, the stuff smudged like terribly. You would get home from school. And there was a short time, and I think this might have been, you know, subsidized, uh, that everybody had these erasable pens. There was a, it was a time where it was the adopted way to do things. And I'm not talking, I don't know if there was teacher payouts. So you teachers deserve to be bribed and paid out, by the way. If any industry deserves it, it's, it's all of you. So I don't know if this was happening back then. I, probably not, because you, you always get the short end of the stick. You just get the blame from people like me. But this stuff would smudge, like I would get home from school and I usually used a blue, I would smell of blue ink and my whole arm, my whole forearm would be covered in blue ink. And any paper I turned in, it went from a legible uh, to like, uh, it just was covered in this like, blue, like kind a, of like a, kinda like, a, like where you do your fingerprinting in the movies, you know, like covered in prints and everything. I don't know. I wish I had uh, like a like a good way to sum this up other than here's the thing. Easy. Like a race blink. It was a ripoff. Uh, I don't know if that made it into the CNN 1980s or 90s thing. Uh, but me, like, I'll tell you, you know who c- you could ask is Wolf Blitzer. I don't know if Wolf Blitzer's ha- left left handed. Here's a question. What CNN anchors left handed? If you're listening, let me know. Wonder if Anderson Cooper's left-handed? And I don't know, but it, like one of them would back me up uh, if they're if they are left-handed, and they say, "Oh boy," because I think Anderson Cooper's around my age. Maybe he's—I uh, don't know. I guess I don't have a point other than uh, the, the the benefit of me smudging all that ink is that somehow you know it it, it, it uh, stuck with me. And my brain got a bit smudged, and when stuff's smudged, like it takes a harsh edge off, and uh, while it makes it less legible, it this podcast is not quite legible anyway, ear are auditorily ineligible. Uh, yeah, I mean that's what that's what I'm here for. So you can kind of listen, but you don't have, like you don't have to strictly listen. You don't have to listen closely. You don't have to make sense of this because. <laughs> But I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna be here to keep you company. I'm gonna be here to, to barely make you smile, to take you down memory road. There's a, here's a memory like there, there's a memory we could all agree to erase, erase the link. Uh, don't don't remember it. If I ever became like a national historian, that's what I said, Like uh, like like I proclamate uh here on this here date uh twenty seventeen or whatever. Raceable Inc. never existed. Uh, they say actually, Raceable Inc. sales have spiked, uh, and I say, well, that's just a, it's a retro thing. It'll go. Well, scoots, we took uh, you know what little money you do have, you know that two thousand dollar IRA you've been sitting on. We put that into a Raceable Inc. stock, and it's uh, never. I, oh, did I tell you I love Race? Tonight's episode sponsored by Raceable Inc. the Inc. That doesn't stink, erasable ink, because you can get rid of it. Not like a pencil with its with sharpening and stuff. This is erasable ink. Erasable ink, the ink that cares. Uh, and you know what you shouldn't erase? Uh, erasable ink's going to help you erase his uh, trouble getting asleep. sleep. I'm here to keep you company. This podcast doesn't work for everybody like erasable ink does, but it does like... Uh, I'm sorry, there's like erasable ink uh, people standing here watching me record. Because erasable is not, like this podcast is almost as good as erasable ink. This, okay, uh, this podcast is somewhat similar to erasable ink, and uh, it doesn't care, care for you like erasable ink does, but I do care. So I'm here to keep you going. It doesn't work for everybody. Like I said, like that erasable ink, uh, But give it a few tries. Uh, give, all you got to do with erasable ink is give it one try erase it, and then go again. Erasable ink, it helps keep you, uh, what's that term everybody loves to use? Where you bounce, but resilient. Erasable ink, it puts the resilience in resiliency. This, I guess, just helps you fall asleep. Uh, so give it a few tries. I'm glad you're here. I'm really hoping I really yearn to write an erasable ink and help you fall asleep. Good night.